Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Thank you, Steve. What a brilliant, beautiful football kind of day here. Isn't it great? Oh, my goodness. It's great here, too. It's going to be a little chilly up there, I think, on Saturday. (laughs) That's even more football-like. Saturday's going to feel like October. All right. Yes, finally. This feels like late August, early September, which is nice. Yes. Okay, so through six games, your thoughts on uh, what we've seen to this point through six games. What kind of midseason report do you have? Okay, I'd say the defense better than expected early, this early. Um, the transfers that they've gotten have made a big impact. I it can't you know? Can't say enough about Arnold Abakiti, for example. Um, where would they be without him? Because they've lost three of, to me, three of their four top defensive linemen to injury through the beginning of the season. And so, if you don't have Arnold, that's huge. And you know, to me, the offense was going just as planned as well, um, gradually growing. Maybe not as much, a little kind of quizzical with the running back production, but overall as going until the big roadblock hits. So I I don't know. I mean, I give them really good grades on both sides of the ball. Um, Special teams. I think they're doing what they can with that. Jordan Stout, you can't ask for more. So the grades were high and I think they were rising. I, I think the offense was projecting upwards. I'm just not sure kind of where we head now. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Yeah, people are wondering that as well as to what happens what happens from here. Now, uh, when you look at, let's take Sean Clifford for a moment, just to what we've seen to this point, and you know, we'll find out what, you know, it's um, with him moving forward, what happens with him. Uh, but to this point, where is he better? Decision-making? Uh, he just looks more confident and knowing exactly more what he wants to do. And and I guess here's another way. Sometimes he would get to me so amped up before a game that it would hurt him a little bit with his, maybe his accuracy and, and some of those decision-making. He seemed more, de- more decisive, but yet calm. I don't know if that makes sense in doing what he was doing. Keeping his eyes down the field is another big example. You know, he didn't panic. He would you know, roll out away from pressure. Looks like he just had the offense under his control, which when you have his amount of athleticism experience, man, that's a great, great combination. Well, see, you could tell early early in a game he'd, he'd throw and it would be high, and that, that, yeah. that showed that he was amped up. Yeah, and I think some of his decisions were not, you know, almost looked like he wasn't, even the first game of the year, this one maybe even, a little bit like just jumpy feet, like, uh, you know, so excited. Uh, what am I doing? Where am I going? Just gave that vibe a little bit in the pocket, whereas I don't think through most of this year compared to last year he's had that. It seems like he's progressed. And the, you, you can't make up for the amount of games he started and what he's gone through, and I think the bad, the bad times have helped him as well. Well, now it, now that brings us then to the running game part because he's been protected really well. So regardless of what we see, uh, at least right now, what can this running game mean 
both in the near in the near term and also into the future? Well, it's I mean they got they really got to get something going now. I mean there's no waiting. There's no more like slow progression. They need to take the pressure off. If, you know if Sean can't go the next this week or the week after or how long. I mean they got to have some type of a force running the football. And even though they have the deepest running back room, I mean, if there's a, suddenly a question, well, who's going to be that guy to do it? Who's healthy enough to do it? Who, who can just step forward? And I don't, you know, it's one of those strange things where I really thought this would be one of their absolute strengths, their run blocking and their running backs. And so it's not, how does it become that? Suddenly, I, I I don't know. I mean, uh, to me, all eyes more on Kevon Lee because he seems to me like the healthiest. Mm-hmm. He's got the talent. He he's certainly quicker than last year. He's more experienced. To me, it's that someone can step up and be the guy and carry the ball. Somebody carry the ball more than twelve times a game. I'm looking at that guy right now. Yeah, uh, Jahan Dotson. Uh, when you look at him to, to me I'll, I'll i'll say that i think chris olave garrett wilson and david bella purdue and dotson and you can put them in any order to me those are the four best receivers in the conference i don't know how you feel about it how do you view him oh he's he's one of i mean let the rest of the season play out a little bit one of the best of covering penn state for the last 30 years not just in the conference mm-hmm. this year yeah um you know, when you mention to me, when I look at him and how smooth he is and yet how precise he is, and now he has the kind of hands that only a handful of guys have where they, they, they just don't drop balls that they should. I mean, they just don't do it. And he's one of the few. And, you know, so you start thinking of Bobby Ingram and Deion Butler and Jordan Norwood and Alan Robinson. And, you know, he's, to me, he's in that class yeah. at Penn State, which is, I mean, those guys are, those guys were good here on this level, and those most of those guys did well on the next level. And he, you know, two years ago, I didn't know if he would get there, but he he is there, and it's impressive to to watch. Yeah. All right. So then, defensively, obviously, a lot falls on their shoulders as to what to do. Has the secondary been what you thought it would be? Uh yeah, I think overall. Um, I mean, you know. Um, I guess you you get a couple of turnovers in the first game and you start thinking, well, man, how much can, how much havoc can they wreak here? Um, and they've done okay with that. I don't know if they've kind of, kind of kept that run going to the point of changing games. I guess I was, you know, it's a tough thing. Yeah. I, I think it, how do you always account for turnovers? You know, it's not an easy thing or changing games. I think you just don't let guys, beat you you don't let opportunities go by and i think other than maybe that big pass play against iowa they've they've done that um kind of hoping you might think that a defense like that in a game like iowa maybe they come up with the really big game-changing play in the second half and you kind of hate the quibble or kind of grade them too hard for not doing it but maybe that's the only thing yet kind of um looking for from these guys because there's so much improvement there, especially with losing some of the guys that did the injury. I mean, just the next step, I think Curtis Jake has taken the next step before our eyes. 
I think Brandon Smith, with all of his talent, needs to do that in the second half as well. Mm, yeah, interesting. What have you thought of uh, Jaquan Brisker and Jair Brown as, as the safety t- uh, team? Great, great combination. Um, Brisker living up to all the, the hype. I think he's a uh, – to me, he's one of the better safeties I've seen in my time covering Penn State from, from all facets – not just a he's not just a big hitter Agreed. you know he can come up with a big play you can tell he's a leader he's tough I mean how many times he you know he's dealing with some injury issues how many times has he been down but he's got back up and he's come back in to help his team um I think there's big plays for him ahead for sure this year yeah uh no question a guy that we thought was going to be important for Penn State was going to be Curtis Jacobs because it allowed you mentioned Brandon Smith to move inside, you know, to go with Ellis Brooks. What have you thought of Jacobs playing at that field spot? He's getting there. Like I said, he's growing up before our eyes. I think it's taken him a little bit of time for the game to slow down and for him to be as fast as what he – to play as fast as what he can. But to me, the Iowa game was the moments where he started to flash, where it seemed to me like, wow, this is getting comfortable for him. Just the way he looked. And – um so I think bigger things, you know, he's going to be the guy that you're going to start saying, well, yeah, well, that's why he was a five-star recruit second half of the year. And I think Brandon is there, too, in a lot of ways, just so close to making the big plays that make the headlines that kind of account for his tremendous uh, get physical gifts. So to them together and with Ellis Brooks playing about as well as you can in the middle. Yeah all of a sudden kind of a questionable what are these guys going to do linebacker group could could be real. I mean, I think they have to be really good and they have to be better in the second half to help this, this team get where they want. Uh, your thoughts on the role Jordan stop plays, not only to this point, but moving forward. Oh, it's, I think it's way probably substantially more difficult to do what he's doing than anybody realizes how many of us are kickers, right? None of us really because <laughs> yeah. you don't understand. Like somebody was explaining that the swing for a kicker is not the same as the leg swing for a punter and maybe not even the same for kicking off. They're all somewhat different and look how well he's doing it all of them. And I think that's the reason why you don't see people do try them all because right. it's not the same. <laughs> And he looks now, I mean, and I love people, you know, you love kids that get better, right? So John Dotson, markedly better from two years ago. He's grown. He's improved. That's a lot to say about him. Same with Jordan. He first year punting last year, a little inconsistent at times, but not not now. Look at how much better he is. He's one of the most reliable guys. And he had to punt out of this. I mean, look look at the position he was in punting against Iowa. Yeah. That could have been that could have been cause for some troubles, but it really wasn't. I mean, he did a great job. Yeah, and I mean, everyone talks about the job Taylor did, and justifiably so for Iowa. He did a great job of pinning that ball inside the ten repeatedly. But what's left out is the great job Stout did of getting it out of there and getting it the other way, uh, because he had, he's the one that really had the pressure on him. Well, yeah, and he had the whole stu- you know, the whole crowd in his yeah. ear doing it from his end zone where you can't make a mistake. You can't let it get to you mentally at all, or that's the ball game. If you make a mistake back there and, and he didn't do that, he did, he did a great job. And he's, 
and 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 even place kicking, which he didn't he didn't have that full time job last year. I think he's getting better as the season goes. Right. Yeah. Ex- so, exactly. I agree with that. He is. I mean, because Anthony Fair is the last one to hold all three here at once. Uh, yeah. And you're gonna go back that far. Uh, any thoughts on this game Saturday? Um, you hope. I think Penn State looks. When I say looks, appears the the vibe that they look like a motivated, even maybe a little bit of an angry team at times, especially on defense. Like you get the vibe that they know that hey, that backs against the wall maybe a little bit in a way that we shouldn't be, but we're ready to to take on this challenge. You know, you have to have that because. It's a big letdown in a sense from a couple of weeks ago, but yet they still have the whole, they still have all their goals in front of them. So mm-hmm. let's see how they want to go after. Them. So you want to see them physically take it to <laughs> Illinois to me. I mean, you want to see that from beginning to end. You don't want to see a slow kind of start, uh, kind of wondering if their heads are in. I mean, you don't, that's, so to me, it's the more than it is the, the amount of points or who's quarterbacking it just to me, I want to especially, and I think defense leads that, and maybe the offensive line leads that mojo there with the way they come out and they play, take over the game physically. No matter, you know, I go back, to, I don't know, the feel of teams back in the 70s where it's like didn't matter how many points those guys got, right? On defense, mm-hmm. is the attitude that you're not going to win this game from us, right. you know, that's the kind of thing I think you'd want to see from the guys we just talked about, exactly. Always a pleasure. Enjoy the warmth and sunshine of this day, my friend, and look forward to seeing you Saturday. Absolutely, Steve. All the best the rest of the week. Thanks for having me on.